them in your home or love to see them in theirs. These are the creatures that bring us all together. Reptiles. reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is the Reptile Talk Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Jeremy Turgeon from Brassman Reptile. And I'm Rob, and I'm Creeping It Real. And we're into the 30s now. We're, we're we, getting... We've crossed the 30s. So <laughs> thank you for joining us into our 30s. And we're here with a super special guest, <laughs> Mr. Noah from Noah's Bones. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, up, dude? How are you doing, man? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good, man. Partying. Early, Partying. Yeah. You know. Early 30s. You guys ran out of good guests already, huh? Oh, no, no, we're just getting into our stride. We're just, we're just getting into it right now. Well, I mean, they they do say it's all downhill after 30. I'm 31, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. All right, Noah, so I've known you for a very long time, but for those people who are listening who don't know you, uh, where did you get your start in reptiles? Um, I actually got my start at the same place as you, pretty much, with uh, Adam from Harris of Wonderland Pets. Oh, yeah. And fanny pack Adam. Yeah. <laughs> fanny pack, dude. He brought it back, though. Now yeah, he there's did. Gucci fanny he packs He did. Yeah, stuff. yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, damn. I, you know, I made fun of him, and I regret it now. <laughs> All this time. But, yeah, and then I ran into you there one day, because I, I was watching your stuff on YouTube. I'm like, oh, are you Jeremy? And then, <laughs> then I ended up going to your house, and then we went up to Nerd, and then it just snowballed out of control. Yep. You know that photo <laughs> from bringing you up here popped up in my memories yes. the other day, and I was like, this fucker. <laughs> a baby cow retake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yep. What was that, 2011 or something yeah. like that? So it was one of the OG cows. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah I remember you yeah. guys were freaking out over it, and I was like, it's cool. It's a cool snake. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. So now you're like breeding high end ball pythons, right? Because mm. you were a follower of me. That's so, brutal. You know. <laughs> That's why brutal, would you hurt dude. me like that? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I call myself Noah's Boas. Yeah. Yeah. Only yeah. ball pythons. Throw Only ball pythons. We're here to <laughs> confuse the shit out of you guys. <laughs> No, I was working with uh, Joe from JPC Boas for about four years, um, doing like all the expos, mm-hmm. doing the rat barn, which is disgusting, but a necessary <laughs> it's part of evil. reptiles, yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, like you guys said on that, that I think it was the 25th episode, like rats is where it's at. That's where you, it's at. You really want to make money? Because like nobody wants to do it. Yep. It's gross. Yeah. Like, yep. There's no way, there's no two ways about it, but like... <laughs> That's a good and like obviously you can feed your own snakes and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that. I had a bunch of other jobs while I was working for him, so I was just like working off boas basically. Mm-hmm. So I was able to get like higher end stuff that I couldn't really afford. And then I grew them up and grew them up, and now I started breeding them on my own. Reaping so, the benefits yeah. of your patience. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's seriously. four or five years of waiting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and selling me all of your carpet pythons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, there was a carpet python phase. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a lot of mine. Actually. I know the stonewash, the exampics. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Almost enough. Almost, <laughs> almost enough. That's true. Yep. Dude, I remember. I still remember when I saw you post those at Stonewashed on Facebook, and I was like, "Motherfucker!" I said, <laughs> "Tell me." Dude, I already sold you so many. I'm like, "There's no way he wants these too." Dude, I was 100 percent serious about that. I was, was like, "I need those." It was up for less than 15 minutes. And yeah. He responded. Yeah. Yep, dude. Because I was like, "I told him to message me." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, my that's God. funny. <laughs> So where did you kind of get your start in reptiles? Are you like just like we you Harrison Wonderland, but were you doing a lot of field herping when you were younger or just like finding bugs or what, what, where did you really get the roots in? Or was it like going to pet yeah, stores and stuff no, like that? No, it was, it was a lot of like, you know, I grew up, as honestly, as long as I can remember, like I remember being five years old going to Gatorland and like none of my family wanted to be there, but they were there because I like, wanted, amped, to, like, yes! <laughs> wanted to go to Disney and I'm like, no, we no, gotta go here. Yeah. Yep, that was <laughs> me. This is my Disney. And, yep. and I was like catching anoles down there. Mm-hmm. And then like as I got older, I was able to like keep garter snakes for a week in the garage for my, because it was always a big no-no for my mom. Like, yep. like don't yep. even <laughs> think about it. And she kept saying no, she kept saying no. So I was like, all right. I had a really good idea. So I took her credit card oh, out of damn. her purse 
and I ordered my dream snake, a black rat snake, off of a random website. Oh and uh, I was like, yeah, no one will ever know. He'll show up. You know, it was 80 bucks. Like, I don't notice it. I had no idea that you had to sign for it. Ooh. So my dad goes out to sign for oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm just trying to play it off. I'm like, whoa. Like, no Where way. Where did that come like, from? sent this? And I got in a lot of trouble. Wait, how old were you when that happened? trouble. Ugh, I don't know. I was... Probably like sixth or seventh grade. Oh damn! I was, uh, oh, I was pretty young. Yeah, I was oh, not, boy. not a well-behaved kid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so then that like I wasn't allowed to get snakes for a really long time. <laughs> was, she was like, I was just gonna let you get one, and then you do this. Oh. So. But yeah, then I got my first carpet python. Mm-hmm. I had to get uh, A's in middle school to get it, and mm. I did it. I got it, and then um, she lived for like seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. And then she just got these, like, lumps, and I think it was cancer, I assume. And then she died, and I was like, all right, I'm not going to get any more. Like, I was, like, all heartbroken and shit. And then I got more. <laughs> and it was a lot of, more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it started with carpets, and then I, like, kind of slowly transitioned to boas just because I was working for Joe, and it was easier. It was easier to sell them, too, mm-hmm. like, working for him because I, like, still vend at his tables and stuff, which mm-hmm. is nice, so... Yeah, I just kind of slowly worked my way up. I do a lot of field herping. I like doing that, and then I just basically keep the boas it's kind of like my side thing i don't do it full time though that's no, that's not, too much not for me yet. Not yet. <laughs> not it'll, yet. it'll happen it'll happen all of a sudden it'll I be like tried. i have a lot of boas <laughs> it's yeah, it's a little bit of a problem but yeah <laughs> i just don't have enough cages i have yeah. enough boas mm, yeah. <laughs> that is the eternal yeah. struggle yeah. of every reptile keeper <laughs> More than enough animals. I got enough animals, not enough, animals, enough, not cages. enough cages. There's going to be a lot of adult females for sale this spring. Oh, no. <laughs> Oof. I've already established it. Oof. Mm. Well, you know, it could still be worse. You could have to sell everything. Don't say that. But it's true. That would be it worse. It could be worse. That could be worse. Mm. I don't like that. It's one. not good worse, but worse isn't but good. going from that, you also have an iguana that you really love. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my rhino iguana. She is going to be five on Halloween. She's a Halloween baby. Mm. Yeah, she's cool. But she is like, it's my child. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she comes out before I go to work. She comes out when I get home from work. Like, Mm. it's like, my life basically revolves around a rhino iguana. Hell yeah. But she's like, dude, like, so like when I worked at the pet shop, there were rhino iguanas there. And I'm like, Mm. all right, I know how smart these are. Like, I get it. But like, owning one is a complete completely different story like yeah. it they is interact with them day in and day dude, out it's ridiculous how smart that like she's completely potty trained she never poops in her cage never have any issues with it she'll like somewhat respond to her name it's just a kind of like a cat like she's if like, she I don't wants give a to shit. like yeah. she'll like look over and decide if she wants to <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like a little bit frustrating with her because i bought her as a male wanting a male mm-hmm. because like the females Very. lay infertile eggs mm-hmm. yeah they get bigger they, they have really bigger, nice yeah. horns and I thought she was, like, dying when she was two years old. Like, I was, like, I remember that, torn yeah. apart. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God, like, what am I going to do? Like, I was spent, like, thousands at the vet and stuff. They're like, oh, it's definitely a male. Like, here's an x-ray. I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at, but mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. And then she just pooped out Pop a bunch out of eggs. eggs. And you're like, shit, like, it's it, a girl. It took me a full day to process it. Like, I, like, saw the eggs, and I took them out, and I'm like, I, I get it. But, like, I, like it just, the like, vet showed <laughs> me the x-ray. Yeah. <laughs> and then the best part is at the last Tinley we had, mm. the guy I bought her from was vending right next to us. Mm. And he's like, he's like, you bought a rhino iguana from me. I'm like, yeah. He's yeah, like, how's he doing? I'm like, she's good. Uh. He's like, there's no way. And I was, like, showing him pictures of the eggs. like, I'll give you a free mail. Like, it's no problem. I'm so sorry. Like, it was just, like, it was just satisfying. So, like, <laughs> nice try, man. Yeah, dude. I don't know, because, like, Cyclora, you can probe them. So, yeah, like, that's what, from a baby, you should be able to, like, probe them. And he was, it. like, uh, he was Ty Park's protege, like, mm. way back. Because I messaged Ty first, obviously. Yep. Yeah, like, Do you yeah, have yeah. any rhinos? He's like, no, but this guy that used to work for me does. Mm-hmm. So I messaged him, and he's like, yeah, I probe him. You know, it's no problem. It's no big deal. And he was wrong. but like obviously like like i said she's my child so i'm not gonna get rid of her yeah yeah just she just laid 16 eggs like damn a couple weeks ago sheesh 
Yeah. Mm, I would say she needs to meet with Dozer, but I don't trust Dozer. No, <laughs> True. It's like, yeah. I can't breed him. It's, first of all, I don't have room for a male. Like, they mm. need so much time and room. Yeah. And, like, she would 100% get jealous. Because, like, my girlfriend has a tegu. Mm-hmm. She loses it over the tegu. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, charging the glass. Really? Get her out of here. Like, head bobbing. Like, I've never seen her that aggressive in my life. And, like, you can reach in and pet her. She's like, all right, fine. But, like, <laughs> as soon as you close the door again, it's like, after the tegu. Oh, like, my I hate God. this thing. Yeah, so it's like, I can't imagine if there's another rhino. Like, it's the only child. Be any better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> she doesn't know about the boas, but. Oh, yeah. She, she, the second I start cleaning boas, like, she goes and sits on, like, She'll, like, lay on my lap and, like, lay on my shoulder. And then, like, usually after, like, a little while, she'll go sit on her cat perch, and that's kind of where she'll hang mm-hmm. out for the night. But if I get up and try and clean boas, off the perch, climbs up my leg, it's like, <laughs> on my shoulder, and it's, like, impossible to work because yep. she's just, like, scratching the crap out of me. That it's sounds like, Can you just right? go on the perch? Like, <laughs> yeah. trying to clean snakes. Yeah, for, for last winter, we had Dozer in room 12, so that's where I take a lot of the photos for the website. And if I go in that room and I'm taking pictures for more than, like, a minute, he climbs onto the great, because, like, half of the door area is a uh, screen for ventilation, but it's, like, a thick screen. He climbs up to the top and then slides down, then climbs <laughs> yeah. back up and slides until yep. you, like, open up the door, give him some attention, yeah. and then close the door back up. And then after another, like, ten minutes, he goes back and starts doing it again. He's like, you're yeah. still in here? You better be giving me some attention, bro. Yeah. They're Where so them grapes bad, at? Man. Yeah. For real. He yeah. is, like... And he's no small rhino, oh, so no. when that's happening, it's it's, it's noticeable loud. and loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time, dude. I was like, can yeah. you just let me do my job for a minute here? Yeah. <laughs> I am your job. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're toddlers. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And 60 sharp. year old toddlers. They, yes. they don't understand how like sharp they are. Like, mm-hmm. They have no... Because like, I'll watch her like scratch her face, and it's like the most aggressive thing ever. Like She's just like... I'm like, how Like how does that not hurt? You know? It's just like You're looking at your skin, and you're like, when you climbed up my arm, I've got scars for a week now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I always got scratches from her. Yep. And everyone's like, "Oh, is it from your lizards?" Yeah. What yeah. Like, what do you it want? Is. What do you like... want from me? <laughs> no, I took my boa out and just decided to rake its yeah, teeth I took over the me. Spurs yeah. <laughs> it got me good. You got some aggressive males that like to breed everything, including arms. <laughs> Freaking rough. Terrible. Sheesh. Absolutely terrible. Oh man. So, with the boas, what has been your Corals. Primary focus. <laughs> corals. corals. Yeah. I have. I don't know. I haven't seen any good corals out of you, bro. Oh, really? Man, oh, dude. dude. I don't know, it's man. Hitting me left and dude, right. Dude, it's just like you've never seen good calicos in my carpet pythons. <laughs> <laughs> I used to drive Jeremy insane. You still? <laughs> <laughs> it was like you know, carpets have like a little white under their chin usually. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. It's a calico. Like, I just, like, constantly, like, Do you see every calico? time, every it's a time. calico, dude. It's a calico. <laughs> he loves it though. Oh, oh yeah, so so much. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I got I got a lot of corals. Yeah, like, and have... and his corals are actually phenomenal. <laughs> I'm not that big of a douche. There's so many people that like like it's like a pet peeve of mine. Like, oh, I've got this coral albino, and it's like literally a, a normal albino, albino. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. just stop. Like, just leave it alone. Like, it's not a coral. And, uh, like, the ones I have, they're, like, completely pink. Like, yeah, it's not yeah, just, like, yeah. a pink head or, like, a couple pink spots. It's, like, a pink or, like, completely orange snake. Usually the sun glows are, like, orange. Mm-hmm. So this year I've got some really, really nice corals breeding. And oh, then yeah. I had a female from last year breed. And I got, like, five, uh, yeah, five albino and sun glow roswells. And they're, like, already pink and coral. Hell, and they're posset yeah. anery cracking so it's like uh, none of you are going anywhere yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. jason chapman was messaging me about it's it i'm like nah. oh man like because i can't even tell which ones are cracking for sure because of the roswell like mm-hmm. you can see like in their eyes and stuff like some of these are different so but i don't know i don't know if i can sell any of them mm. it's so hard dude the whole back game is <laughs> the whole back game is well, like, real the, yeah the problem with corals is like sometimes they'll look normal mm. and then like literally the next day they'll shed Boom, and it's this. like an explosion and it's like completely different snakes so like mm-hmm. i gotta keep them for at least a year but then it's like at that point they're a year old might as well like, yeah. <laughs> the males are only a little bit away from breeding and yeah. you already put a year's worth of food into them so i mean the girls are already on their way so what yeah why 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 ruin a good thing you know yeah no i get it 
I get it. Uh, Dude, it sounds like you just need more cages. I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't have enough cages. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, man. I need the shows to come back. Yeah. Right. Get them Seriously. all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, struggle. The Ugh. COVID struggle. I'm, I'm excited and also terrified for f- shows to start again. Yeah. Because reptile shows are not always the cleanest place to begin with. No. I've seen not. some... Seen some seen things. Some things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen some things. Yeah, I've smelled some things. Not a lot of hand washing <laughs> is going on at the Reptile Expos. Yeah. Uh, but now I think that maybe I'm hoping that people will start to kind of get their ish together and and kind of get on the ball when it comes to, you know, keeping clean and, and doing the Expos right, you know. Fingers crossed. I'm hoping. One can hope. <laughs> At least now when we tell people, look, we can't let everyone hold the animals because of cross-contamination, people will be like, oh, COVID, instead of don't put your dirty hands on my snakes. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's Here, it. use these four different kinds of hand sanitizer before you In can... your eyeballs, too, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Any any potential orifice. Yeah. <laughs> Mucus membranes, all of them. Yeah, every single one. Oh, my gosh. So, I was just kind of an asshole. It didn't let people hold things regardless. Yeah. <laughs> like, unless you're yeah. actually interested in it, like, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not taking the chance. And it's, like, nothing against the person. It's just, like, there's a whole bunch of other people here that have a whole bunch of mite infested or IBD animals and like, yeah. I'm not going to risk it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it, you know, especially after like we were talking with Steve Tillis. Oh, and the, the, the Yeah. The, yeah. the neighbor dog is going to drive me nuts. I don't know if you guys can hear it on, on here, <laughs> but I can hear it and it's driving me nuts. Um, anyway, uh, after talking with Steve Tillis and just like, I mean, he's studying all different virologies and bacterium that exist in in the world of reptiles and he's like dude going to a reptile expo is like biohazard chaos you know and uh, after like having that discussion with him i'm like we all need to be wearing hazmat suits yeah (laughs) like literally the only way even the snakes need to be in hazmat suits like (laughs) oof yeah no exactly because you know and and i mean it it really is true Every, every expo every table you're uh, exposing yourself and potentially your animals, your collection to their husbandry, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's wonderful or not, you know, any potential diseases that could be in their, uh, in their collection that they don't even know about, yeah. you know, and potentially bringing that into yours, which is why quarantining is very important. Um, but you know, it's like, it, that was like, I think it's probably one of those things we all maybe think about in the back of our head, but it's never like right up front. Yeah. For this upcoming breeding season, what kind of things are you excited to start pairing? Are you you going heavy this breeding season? Corals. More corals. I've got calico. I am very excited. I've got that. I've got this like super super intense sunglow coral, like insane, like I don't know how it happened kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He just like exploded. That I'm breeding with a hypo who's from like the coral creamsicle lines from Joe and mm. their krakens and stuff. So. Oh, yeah. That's probably my most exciting pairing. Um, I've got a bunch of like moon glow stuff coming up that will be going this year. Some moon glow Roswells, hopefully. Mm. And then, if you haven't seen the Roswell project, pause the episode right now. now. Open up Google. uh, Google Roswell uh, boa and super Roswell boa and proceed to drool. And then come back to the episode. After you've wiped the drool off. Yeah. And we're back. So. Those are just like absolutely incredible. I'm I'm not crazy about boas. When I saw the Ro- Super Roswells, I was like, that's amazing. Because after the Sterlings, I was like, okay, those are like kind of cool. Like they're patternless, yeah, whatever. Um, they don't have a lot of color though. They don't have a lot of color. Yeah. But the Super <clears throat> Roswells though, mm, they're that tail just like streaks right <laughs> up them, and like the red just bleeds into the, like, oh, it's just so nice, it's so nice. They're insane, man. Yeah. Yeah, he have, wants to make uh, that all white? What the yes. hell is wrong with you? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I want to make a super ghost Roswell, actually. I love, I love anerine ghost stuff. And mm. then obviously corals. Because my Roswell's a coral, if you couldn't guess. But <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have known, guys. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I'll have some Sunglow Krakens and Super Krakens. Mm. And then I'll have some NFI stuff, too. I'm so, wait, what is a NFI? Off. Uh, it stands for no fucking idea. Um, I could try and explain it to you, but we will be here all night. Yes. So I'll try and give the short version of mm-hmm. it. 
basically when I was working at Joe's, I bought when I my first bow I got from was a full stripe female. Mm -hmm. I'm like I love this thing. Like I just want a nice full stripe female. Like I'll make some more stripes. Like it'll be a nice like low end project. Mm -hmm. Two years down the road, I'm like, all right, I need a male for this. So like, what should I do? So I decided to put a stripe in with one of his corals. I'm like, I'll make some corals head stripe. Like mm -hmm. it'll be great. It was wrong. It made NFIs for some reason. So this was the first time we had tried outcrossing his stripe line. And we made these just like weird brown T-positive looking albinos. Hmm. So we're like, that's kind of weird. I don't really know what to do about it. So we kind of like kept it quiet for a while. And then like we grew them up. We're like, all right, this is definitely something different. So we repeated the pairing with the same female and that male's grandfather. Mm -hmm. And we made, so he's a visual albino stripe. And he made, the litter was half NFI albinos and half normal albinos, which... Hmm doesn't really make sense because the first litter from the non-albino stripe was all nfis and then like a couple normals that were pasa nfi hmm. so then i realized well i have a stripe <laughs> and it's, <laughs> yep. it's the brother or it's the sister of the one that made the original nfis so i got a 50 percent shot at him and I was, like, kind of happy and kind of annoyed about it because I wanted normals. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not going to get normals, am I? And I did not. I made the first uh, albino motley NFIS clip with a sunglow motley with it. And it didn't look like the hypos picked it up. It was weird. Like, mm -hmm. And I think it was just because of the motley. Because mm -hmm. he bred one. Because motley's weird. If you yep. don't, if the... If the visual is a hypo motley, it's you like need, a super eight. Yeah, you need another hypo to get sunglow motleys. You mm -hmm. only get albino motleys and sunglows. Mm. So he put his uh, sunglow motley with a, a visual NFI. Mm -hmm. and he got visual NFI motleys and he got visual NFI sunglows this this season. Mm. So that answered a few questions, but like. It doesn't really make sense. Like, we've talked with that guy, like, a bunch of people, like, Jeff Ronnie, uh, Tom Burke, and Chris Gilbert, and they all agree, like, it's something different, but we're not sure what or how it works. Like, mm -hmm. whether it's a different line of albino, whether it's being, like, triggered by the call, because we haven't mm -hmm. put in anything else yet. We haven't tried it. <clears throat> so, really, we're kind of just making more and, like, putting it into different call morphs right now before mm -hmm. we can figure out what it is, but... It's very confusing. It's a really cool snake. I got a bunch on my Instagram, and Joe has a bunch on his, just, like, showing, like, the difference between an NFI albino and, like, a normal call albino, but And the difference cool. is noticeable. Yeah, like, yeah. It, is, it is very noticeable. Like, I, like the, the albino motleys he made this year almost look like VPI. They almost look identical to VPI. It's really weird. So, I don't know. Like, I'm just kind of rolling with it. I wasn't expecting it. Like, it was yeah. definitely a, a nice surprise, but, like, it was also a, a lot of holdbacks. It's mm. <laughs> like, you like, can't yeah, just so sell it just them It sounds all. like you need more cages. <laughs> yeah. It all circles back, Jeremy. It all circles back. You're like, well, more racks for the holdbacks than eventually more cages yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for the adults. Mm. Yeah, so she had – so I, I breed my bows every other year, so she had – this season off so she's gonna go this fall she ovulated in february so probably around then again and she had a, dude she's a big girl she's she's my yeah. biggest bow she's like seven feet solid like she had 24 babies and they were huge babies mm. dude like they were like almost i was almost gonna give them small adult mice for their first meal like Jeez. the hoppers weren't leaving lumps in them i'm like yeah, and they all took frozen thawed first try. Hell yeah, man. I'm like, this that? is the best litter ever. And then yeah. this year I got screwed. Like, <laughs> the freaking sharp bloods. They were just killing me. I mean, they're all eating now and they're all fine, but like, my God. Yeah. Mm. They were the most, like the Kraken that I had, frozen thawed first try. The Roswells, frozen thawed first try. But those yep. bloods, man, I'm telling you. They gave yeah. me a hard time. <laughs> the joy of Boas. <sighs> The joy of Noah's They're bows. usually great. Like, it was, like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you guys were turned. Like, it was a 21-baby litter. Like, it was yeah. a great litter, but nope. Mm. <laughs> it can't all go perfect. Bust my balls. No. It can't it all can. go perfectly. That's yeah. that's when the shit happens. Uh, I, I just think, dude, how long do you wait before you offer first meals? Do you usually do it, like, right after first sheds, or do you wait a little bit longer? 
A little bit longer. I usually, like, I'll separate them after the first shed and Mm -hmm. give them, like, a week or so to just sit. Yeah. And then I'll kind of decide based on how they're acting if I'm going to do live or frozen. Mm -hmm. Like, the bloods, I was like, I'm doing live. Like, you could just tell. They're, like, they're not interested. Mm -hmm. Like, the Krakens that I had this year, they were, like, at the tub waiting. Mm -hmm. And, like, I just put it in and boom, gone. So it was great. And, like, it was the same thing with the the NFI litter last year. Like, they were just perfect. Like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't couldn't have gotten any luckier, luckier with that one, but... Yeah, they can they can be a little a little finicky, but usually once they get going, they're good. Because, yeah. like not they won't stop now. Like mm. the yearlings and stuff. Yeah. Like you know, I feed them like every two to three weeks. The yearlings, mm. dude, it's like every time you open the tub, they're like launching mm. out at you. It's like, Come on, man, you know the drill. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I I found that a lot more people are waiting because kind of the industry standard quote unquote is to wait for the first shed and then feed for like ball pythons for boas for carbon pythons for all that stuff but a lot of people i've noticed recently are kind of waiting they'll let that first shed happen they'll separate everybody into their own kind of enclosures and then maybe wait another week or two before they offer that first Mm -hmm. meal really let them absorb that yoke or uh, you know whatever they've they've got uh, absorb all that, that's going on inside and then give them a chance to really get hungry and then offer them the food uh, because you know for that first week or two they're just rolling off of you know whatever they've absorbed yeah so <clears throat> you know every now and again you get ones that haven't fully absorbed their yolk or fully haven't you know got that big belly when they come out but I think that as we're kind of fine tuning things waiting a little bit longer is definitely giving you a higher percentage of eating on the first try as opposed to oh it's shed throw food into it because (laughs) i need to sell it soon no i totally like it's kind of like the mindset of like if you bring a new snake home like you're not gonna feed it that night you know you're gonna give it at least a couple days to like settle in and relax i mean obviously there are some snakes that will eat no problem but like still just like give it a few days like just relax let it figure out where it's living now like so it's not stressed out all the time so that, I don't know, that's kind of my mindset. I, don't yeah. know, I just give them a week, just chill, like, figure out yeah. your bearings. Yeah, like... you know, being born is kind of a big Yeah, thing, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Might be a little stressful for everyone involved. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. like, for me, like, with I know a lot of people with my bows, I keep them all together until they shed. Mm-hmm. So then Same, you're separating yep. them, and you're like, all right, like, you know, mm-hmm. where yeah. am I? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, and I, when I get new snakes in, same thing. I usually leave them alone for at least 10 days to just kind of get used to their enclosure before I even offer them food. And then I'll offer them food. And then after they've eaten like maybe five or six times, so a month and a half, then I'll start to handle and work with them um, just to kind of get them used to my handling routine and how I clean cages and stuff like that. But for the first like month, I try and be as hands off as possible just so that they can establish themselves and get used to everything that's going on. And I know for a lot of people, it's tough when you get a new snake because you don't really want to leave it alone because it's new and shiny. But, like, I think for the getting that animal to establish, I think it's super important. Yeah. I don't know. We get a lot of customers who get a snake in, and then two hours later, they offer it food, and then they'll email us because they're like, it didn't eat then. I'm like, how long have you had it? And they're like, two and a half hours. And I'm like, set it up. Leave it alone. Yeah, leave it. Leave it alone. Leave it alone for a little bit. Yeah. Forget that you got a new snake for just a couple days. Yeah. Make sure it's got clean water, and then forget that you had a new snake. <laughs> and they like still are like freaking out. They're like, "Well, I just, I just don't want it to die. I just, I just." It, and it's like you don't just, worry. you just got it. Yeah. Like it's, it's not gonna. I promise you, it's not gonna die. We were just talking about that with, with Jason when when he was down. Yes. I've got a corn snake that I got from a really good buddy of mine. I got a bunch of corns off of him. This one's a 2020 baby, but he already had it feeding. It didn't eat for me for like a month. Really? It's a baby corn snake. Yeah. Like, they're not a, a heavy-bodied <laughs> animal at all. You know, and I just, I was thinking, and I'm like, okay, it's not the first, I've bred corn, so it's not the first time it's, this has happened, but I know what to do. And I, every passing week, I was thinking, man, if this is one of our customers, holy crap. Yeah, they'd, they'd be losing them. their be... brains yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's going to die. It's only this big. It's going <laughs> to die. It's just, it's withering into yep. nothing. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Freaking, it's freaking ridiculous, you know. Yeah, that's the the tough side about doing reptiles all the time. Yeah, dealing with the, the people. Yep, the people. Snakes are easy. Oh, yeah. the snakes They're are really easy. Deal. Yeah, but then selling the snakes. Yeah. yeah Deciding so... what ends up as holdbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rob knows all about that. Shh. 
We talk about this on every episode. I do. We're not going to talk about I it do. on this episode. <laughs> you got a couple holdbacks, Rob? I've, I've got a lot of holdbacks. I was not planning on a lot of holdbacks. No, he was not. But I ended up with a lot of holdbacks. I got to show some really cool stuff this yeah. year. Yeah. How's yeah, you that? Did. How's that? Mm. That rack's still pretty full. It is, is. actually. It, I've, I've like almost two levels free, and Ooh. then I'm down to from using three racks down to two racks. So, hey, he's getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah, but how many more animals do you plan on selling? <laughs> <laughs> let's not get into the specifics. Now let's let's not get into the nitty gritty here. We're not trying to be uh, completely transparent here. We're just saying, we're, we need to keep some mystery of what's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah, Rob's got a problem. I that's, don't have that's... a problem. <laughs> no, step. you're right. You're selling some. If these were scrubs, you wouldn't be selling oh, any. I wouldn't sell any. So... <laughs> I can't tell you how many people have been like, so uh, when Janet has babies, I need to get one. And I was like, that first clutch is mine. No yeah. Nobody else. They're all mine. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if I make another clutch, then I might let go a couple. A couple. <laughs> a couple. A couple. Oh. Army of scrub pythons. You can't have an army of scrub pythons. It gets very dangerous once you hit like ten to, or more, because not all of them are gonna love you. Yeah, it's just the army retaliates yeah. very quickly. Yeah, it's statistically a little bit more dangerous. <laughs> oh but I love gosh. them anyway. I love them anyway. Yeah, they're worth it. Yeah. I think they're worth it. And you got to see Janet matters. today. Dude, she's awesome. And she's amazing. Yeah. She's so I love awesome. that snake. <laughs> and literally, when we went into the room, she struck the glass, and I was like, what are you doing? You don't do that. And I was like, it's nighttime. She thinks I'm feeding her. It's okay. I moved her into a new enclosure. So I'm like, okay, I need to make sure that she knows that I'm not feeding her. So I, like, open up the, the enclosure, and I use the hook and, like, push her back, and she's like, mm, maybe you're still feeding me. And I was like, I'm not feeding you <laughs> i P- promise push her back a little bit more and then put a hand underneath her and then she was like oh shit you're not feeding me oh okay okay and then she was cool meanwhile jeremy and i are staring at each other like oh yeah shit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude no matter how Is it about to go how, down yeah no matter how many times i've watched him handle janet i i've seen and heard enough scrub, scrub horror stories, stories yeah. to just be like hey, oh, yeah. hey, hey it's really close <laughs> to your face I just stick my hey. hand right in there I'm like I, I, yeah. tonight I use the hook and most days I don't even use a hook because she's so True. just laid back if it's not nighttime, I don't even use a hook with her because she's I've just worked with her so much and I know her habits and how she reacts to everything my other scrubs on the other hand always <laughs> a hook always a hook uh, yeah. until you can get them out of the enclosure and then most of the time you can kind of scoop them up unless it's nighttime, And then it's free game. Everyone. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I never know, dude, because my Highland Scrub Python, the really like yellow one, mm-hmm. at nighttime she's a different snake. Because during the day if I hook her and like pick her up, she's chill and like every now and again she'll like tense up and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And like give you the side eye. But she, she usually doesn't even strike at me. Mm-hmm. At nighttime. She, like, will arch herself up and come out of the tub. And, like, if you push her back with the hook, she'll slither around the hook to keep coming out of the tub at you. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're supposed to retreat. And she's like, no. Uh Uh-uh. Take no prisoners. I kill everyone. And I'm like, oh, shit. You're going to be scary at 14 foot (laughs) (laughs) Only a daytime snake. Uh... She'll only be a daytime snake when she gets that big. Oof. Ugh. Uh, so I get the phone call from Rob. Dude, this is the last one I have left. Rob, the sun has set, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you do it. How many fingers you got on your hand? You like keeping it that way? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Say oh you lost gosh. your thumb. How did that happen? Did you get bit by a venomous snake? Nah, not quite. Big no, scrub python. Big scrub. <laughs> big, big scrub. They're so strong. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. So when it comes to like field herping, what are some of your favorite things to find? Because I probably know the answer to this, and there's some of my favorite things to find too. But what what is the thing that you love seeing the most? It might, it might surprise you, but Coral? actually, <laughs> <laughs> call it, yeah, black rat snakes. Really? That is like I honestly my all-time favorite huh. snake to find. They are like, like it's just the coolest thing to find. This giant black super friendly snake mm. that you can just pick up and like people are walking by on trails like oh did you bring that with you it's like no no this is no, wild let it go i love those things i found like 
I always used to struggle to find them because mm. they're like super active snakes. Mm -hmm. Like they don't like hang out in a den. Like you're like, okay, they're in this area. Maybe I'll stumble upon like upon one, but mm. that's all you can really hope for. But I did find a den this year with oh, Mark Lauderhand. Oh, and we found 14 in one day. You must have been losing it, your dude, shit. <laughs> it was like unreal. It, like they were up in trees and every time they're in a tree, they're right near a freaking hole mm -hmm. and they know exactly where to go and they're <laughs> gone and you never get them back. Like that's it. They're just in the tree and you're like, go over there. Like, yeah. you're just gonna, like take the tree down. No, it was it was on it was great, but it turned sour really fast because it's this giant talus slide, like it's massive, like mm -hmm. miles long. It's like probably 100, 150 feet tall. It's really, really steep, all trap rock, and I got like second degree sunburn from being out there. Like I got blisters all over my arm, and we ran out of water. And no. like once you're kind of on it, there's only like a few points where you can actually get off of it yeah. like and back onto the trail so you're mm -hmm. like committed and uh, we were just like like we were like seeing him we're like oh, just keep going like, I, I don't even <laughs> to deal with it right now like it's just uh, turned into too much uh, but uh my, my second favorite as you're probably thinking are the timber rattlesnakes mm -hmm. for sure they're they're a very special animal to interact with and find in the wild mm -hmm. like you just kind of like like i've found lately i just like lay down on mm -hmm. the ground like just completely lay down like face on the ground with them like nine times out of ten they'll kind of like come up close to you mm -hmm. and get real close and they'll like tongue flick and they're like oh it's a big human and then they kind of <laughs> leave like like a, like a couple weeks ago like labor day weekend that's mm -hmm. when you'll always find babies yep. so i was out then and there's a big mom out there with her whole litter and she was just like out. like i came out the perfect time like mm -hmm. she was out on the rock completely exposed oh. like giant big yellow female and i just got down like 10 or so feet away from her i just laid there and she like kind of like figured out she's like all right there's something else here so she <laughs> was like like went towards the den entrance and looked back at me and then went towards the den it's like all right and she came like <laughs> i mean like within a foot from me she's just sitting there and i'm just there like i'm not moving yeah i'm just here existing mm -hmm. like I, we got no problem and she just sat there it was like tongue flicking and looking at me and then she kind of eventually went back to her basking oh, spot. And then, so but she awesome. was fine. Uh, like, I could, like, walk around her and stuff at that point. She was, like, totally fine with it. Like, no issues. You know, like, I've never been struck at by one. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I could count on, like, one hand the amount of times I've been rattled at. You mm -hmm. know, like, they're just, like, and it's usually, like, I didn't see it. Like, yeah. Oh, He's stepping in and you're like, thing, you know, like, but they're just, like, they're such a totally misunderstood snake. And mm -hmm. I, there's just, like, so much that people don't know about them or, like, understand and they're very protected, like and like rightfully so, because they were almost wiped out pretty much all of New England. Yeah. But uh, dude, they're an awesome snake. I love timber yeah. so much. And like finding babies is just like the best. It's such a promising sign. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, like there's not this, everything this, is yeah, wrong in the world. There's a place I go that I won't tell anybody about or where mm -hmm. it is, but it's just like it's like a really good area. Like it's a small population. Like like I know the ones I see like year after year i'm like mm -hmm. all right i know you like that yellow one is mm -hmm. one i see frequently and uh, she laid last year so i don't i don't think that was her litter this year she didn't look skinny enough for it but um <clears throat> there was a bunch of black like black phase females that had laid and like the difference between like the baby yellow phases and the black phases mm -hmm. is so freaking cool because like you can see it but you're like, <laughs> like i'm pretty sure it's gonna be a black one it's gonna be a yellow one but like they're just awesome, man. And, like, the birthing rocks usually aren't, like, the dens. Yes. Like, it's usually yep. a separate, separate area. Yeah. So, like, I, I kept finding the birthing rock, and then I would, like, hike around a little bit. And I'm like, I don't know where this freaking den is. Like, mm. I can't find it. But this year, I definitely found it. And I was mm. so stoked. Because, like, there's, like, an area near the birthing rock that's, like, it looks like it could be promising. But you go over there, and there's, like, like you feel the temperature difference. You know, mm -hmm. like it's like 10 degrees warmer at the birthing rock than it is yeah. over here. And mm -hmm. there's like a lot of tree cover. So you're like, ah, you know, I don't think this is it. I never see anything over here. But like maybe a quarter mile like up the slope, it's like it's like the same thing as the birthing rock. And there mm -hmm. was like a bunch of like two year olds and like yearlings mm -hmm. up there. And there were sheds mm -hmm. everywhere. And like I said, there was a big black one that like darted under a rock that I didn't see. And I like that was one of the times I got rattled out. Like, oh my god! Like, I didn't <laughs> see it. Just darted in a rock and was gone. Yeah, dude. but yeah, it's you gotta you gotta keep those locations private mm -hmm. for many reasons, but mostly like for the snakes. Yes. Like, yeah, for so sure. The, the more you leave them alone, the better they are. Like that's why I mostly go out like you know in the beginning of the year and the end of the year because mm -hmm. I don't want to like bother them and mess with them too much. Yep. Like, 
same. Like, it's like people try and say like, oh, if you're scared in a rock, it won't come out for 72 hours and like stuff like that. And it's like, mm. it's not true. No, like, they're I've smart. Seen it. They're way yeah. smarter yeah. than and that. Like, like, and they're they're like an animal that like knows like I can kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, like yep. try it. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not. They're not stupid. Yeah. They're, they're really really cool. And um, it seems like they're making a comeback in some places and other places. It's like, you know, it's, yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, this year I went out and saw some baby copperheads, and it was like right near a spot where I um, I typically see a lot of the pregnant females will kind of congregate and uh, kind of spend a lot of their time while they're gravid. And uh, it was just like, it's a very small window where you can actually find babies. So yeah. being able to actually do it is so tough. And uh, with the, I don't know if you noticed with the timbers, but with the, the copperheads, the mom will actually hang out in the same area with the babies. The babies will hang out right with the mom until they have their first shed. And then once they have their first shed, they all like disappear. And I've seen that with the copperheads a few times. And this year I caught right as they were having their first shed. So the babies that were all still hanging out together had not had, they were in opaque and they had not had their first shed. I saw one little baby shed on the ground and the mom was gone. So like the mom waits for those babies to have that first shed. And then she kind of takes off and then the babies, as they shed, they kind of go off in their own directions and it's just like so amazing and same thing with the, the copperheads though they they never have been super aggressive to me the only time i've had mm-hmm. a copperhead uh, strike at me was on like the hottest day of the year and it was yeah. like out in an open spot where it didn't have any cover and i like stepped no i wasn't stepping near it but i like was looking at it and i like got down so i could like actually get on level with it and it was like, nope, rattling its tail and struck at me like twice. And I was like, oh, shit, you're pretty upset right now. Because other than that, they just like don't – they know that they have all the advantage and mm. you will not want to mess with them. And it's just like very humbling to see them because there's been a couple times where I was in a situation where they were very close to me and I didn't realize that they were that close to me. And they very easily could have bit me. But – you know, because they know, they're like, nope, you, you saw me, you, and they, you know, give the quick tongue flicks and kind of lift the head up a little bit, and they, they see that you're looking at them, and I'm like, okay, thank you for that. I'm just gonna go this way. I'm just gonna leave the floor right <laughs> Once now. Once you get the tongue flicks with them, you're done. Yeah, they're on to you. That's yeah. It. Well, they, they know, but they like rely on their camouflage so heavily. Yeah, so yeah, heavily. Like they're just like, all right, I'll just stay here. Yeah. But it's funny because like, one of the places I was going to, I was like going there because of black rat snakes. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I know they're here. I found one here one time. Like, I just kept walking up and down, walking up and down. And I would always walk past this place that was like a giant talus slide, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was so far away and it was like across water. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to go through the water and Literally. stuff. And I was out there with my friend Charlie and there was a freaking copperhead on the side of the road. And I'm like, what? what? I've walked by this a hundred times. Yeah, like he was just like crawling around, like mm-hmm. hanging out. And I'm like, how was it? All right, that's it. I'm going so like, <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, so I waited till it was like May 5th, like, you know, perfect time of year, like the peak emergence. I went over there and I found 47 copperheads in one Holy day. crap. It was like Jesus. a little bit scary because it's a giant talus, like trap rock slope. Mm-hmm. It's like miserable to walk on. Yes. And I would find one. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go pro up, put a bag down. There's a copperhead there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. And it's move like, to the other you know, side. It's so cryptic. Like, mm-hmm. they just, like, and with the trap rock, they use it to their advantage. So, like, mm-hmm. there could be one there, but if you're not at the right angle, you're not going to see, see it. it. Yep. You know, you're not going to know it's there. So, yep. I'd, like, put the bag down. Something moves under the bag. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, crap. So, like, you're, like, walking around. You, like, feel, like, trapped almost. You're like, mm-hmm. I, I can't move. Like, I don't know where to go. <laughs> like, I can't get around these guys. But it was, like, everywhere they were mm-hmm. everywhere yeah dude and then there's like racers there and stuff too of course but mm. yeah they drive me up the wall i yeah. gotta say yeah. yeah i try you know I, I leave them alone but i don't want anything to do with them either yeah for reals. there was i found a racer in a spot where i know that there's copperheads and i like picked it up and i was like i'm gonna move you away from here <laughs> but i'm sitting there and i'm holding it and i looked down and there was a big pregnant copperhead female like maybe 10 feet away from where this racer was hanging out i was like you were waiting you asshole get out of here because the black racers will eat the baby copperheads and so i was like oh you were just waiting for your opportunity you mm, i was so mad dude i was like okay i'm gonna take you far away from here and Mm -hmm. i moved it like 
at least a thousand feet away and then like pointed it in the other direction and was like, yeah, stay away from this area. <laughs> I don't want you to be here just for the sake of the copperheads. I'm like yeah. go that way, please. Uh, I've done just that. At Timber a, a scare mm-hmm. Rob. Just put a giant scare Rob. Yeah. Like, <laughs> They're not hard to spook. <laughs> yeah. Just put that and then just like uh, zip tie a vibrator to it. So it rattles the ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah right, right. They won't come anywhere near it. <laughs> <laughs> but to, like to what you're talking about here with the baby copperheads and stuff, the timbers will stay with them and pretty much until the babies go back to the den. Really I've noticed. Mm-hmm. So like, I have this awesome video of uh, there's like a baby timber, just like a lone timber that had just shed sitting outside a birthing rock, and I got all close to it and I was like checking it out and have my phone out. And all of a sudden, this yellow face starts to appear out of the rock, and I just hear <laughs> this loud rattling, and I'm like. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Oh. is still here. Yeah. Like, so, like, they'll kind of, like, I don't know if they go together, but, like, I frequently, like, at this birthing rock, if I, like, walk up a little bit, I can find rocks with moms and, like, babies that have, like, already shed and they're, like, mm. good to go. So, I, I kind of think they go back together, like, at a rate maybe, mm-hmm. but they definitely, like, the moms stay with them after they shed. Like, mm. I, it was, like, this, this year I got to, like, watch a bunch of babies shed and stuff, which is really cool. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm they were, very envious. <laughs> were, it was a really good year, and like I didn't go out much this year even either. Mm-hmm. Uh, did like a lot of skydiving this year. So I, I okay, there, okay. So there's a working with snakes, white people shit. But <laughs> skydiving, that's some serious white people shit. What the? I can't, I can't. Ra- my life is too exciting for me to do skydiving. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Why jump out of a perfectly is. good plane? Come on. But they're not perfectly good. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's he's like the ones thing. for skydiving are all rickety. I don't and you hear things rattling around. How many times they break down or get a flat tire? <laughs> yeah, it's like you might not freaking make it on the landing, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yes. I'm a. And a tower electrician too. So like yeah. climb all the towers. See, I could do that because you're like strapped into no something. No way, dude. Yes. That's way sketchier than no. no. Not scarier than skydiving. Can't do it. Won't happen. But the, the what I was getting at is it's in like a lot of power line cuts. So mm-hmm. I can find so Snakes. much stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Like I found true. it's mostly racers and garters and stuff, but I found like a marbled salamander in there this year. I found a Hell bunch yeah. of yellow spotted. <gasps> Like a lot of cool stuff that come and like you don't get a lot of downtime, but like if we take a lunch, like I'm out looking mm-hmm. for shit and like my mm-hmm. foreman knows it and always makes fun of me. It's like a compulsion. Like if we're out of sight, I'm like I gotta flip that. And <laughs> 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 just like because there's always like old steel laying around yeah, yeah, the yeah. builds and shit. I'm like oh, I'll be right back. Like I just gotta go flip this stuff. <laughs> Found like a, a huge. We were working on a tower in New Hampshire and there was a big pregnant milk snake just like sitting out That's and awesome. i like grabbed her and i'm like oh she's pregnant and i like, <laughs> let, let her go, go yeah. i was like i'm so sorry like <laughs> I, I go back and do what you were doing like uh, but, yeah we, we worked on that site for like three days so every time i came back she was sitting there and i was like nobody go over here leave her like, alone stay out of this area like she's fine <laughs> Yeah. She's very pregnant right now. Yeah. Leave her alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could feel those eggs, man. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I love milk snakes so much. This, this makes me want to know how many videos your coworkers might have of you. <laughs> Here's fucking Noah again going to look under that piece of metal. Did you find the snake there, kid? Yeah. <laughs> he does have that milk snake video. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, God. Like, I just like <laughs> dropped it and jumped back. I'm like, I'm so sorry. He's <laughs> like, I thought it was venomous or something. I'm like, nah, no, 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 no. She's pregnant. There's going to be more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He does not like him. No? Yeah, we worked at like this. Uh, this t- He's like, last time I was here, there was a giant black snake in there. I'm like, okay. Water snake. He's like, like go in there and see for it. And there was a bunch of big sheds in there. Like, it was definitely a rat snake, but mm. wasn't there. Mm. It's all talk. Mm. So there's always snake sheds. He's like, come in here and look first. And, like, I gotta look through everything. And like, oh, you're good. You're okay. Yeah. Mm. Dude, it's when you gotta you gotta say it's okay. Have him come in there and then throw the shed. It's ah. <laughs> oh, not a bad no. idea. <laughs> Dude, I remember when I found my first milk snake. I like was so geeked out because I had no clue what it was. I was like, you know, I looked at field guides before. But I always paid attention when I was, like, going on vacation and the stuff that I could find when I wasn't near home because I was like, oh, I find garter snakes and ribbon snakes and ringneck snakes and brown snakes and water snakes. and blah, blah, blah. So 
when the first time I found a milk snake, I was like, Whoa. it was a little one. It was like maybe like six or seven inches long. And it was like, they're basically in our area. They're like white off like eggshell white. And then they have red spots down their back. And I was like, what the hell is this thing? I don't understand what this snake is. I've never seen one of these before. Cause I was like maybe 11 or 12 years old. And so I like put it in a critter keeper, brought it back to my house. And I was like, mom, we have to go someplace. And she was like, what did you catch? And I was like, I don't know what it is. And she's like, you know what everything is. Why do you, okay, let's, we got to find something out. So we went to, um, my local pet shop because the guy there had a bunch of books like that he wouldn't sell because they were like, Ooh, these are my personal collection. Yeah. My personal collection. Um, so I <laughs> brought library. the milk snake to him and I was like, what is this? And he's like, I have no clue. Cause he's like a fish shop guy. He, he was into his fish and he had a macaw that he really loved. But that was, like, his thing. He didn't really like the reptiles all that much. So we, like, spent a half hour just, like, going through the books being like, what the hell? Okay, it kind of looks like that, but not not a corn snake. Eh, going through, going through, looking at the different distribution maps and all that stuff. And, like, oh, eastern milk snake. Totally native. Not an escape pet. Put it back outside. And I was like, okay, as long as I know what it is, we're cool. Maybe in a week. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't allowed to keep snakes when I was a kid because my dad's terrified of snakes. So I wasn't allowed. I could keep them until sunset, and at sunset I had to let them go. Uh, that was the rule. Um, but I would always try and get them to eat, so I would give them earthworms and like any little thing that I could find in the yard to see if I can get stuff to eat. But the milk snakes, like you have to give them a couple days to settle in. That's true. <laughs> That's, I used to get ringneck snakes to eat at first, like a couple no hours way, after dude. catching them. Yep. I could never get them to eat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you put a plate of like cut up earthworms in there and like cover it and make it super dark, they'll come out and find the plate and start eating. I get garter snakes eat salamanders like there's nothing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Those guys go crazy for those. Anything slimy, you put that yeah. in there, and a garter snake's like, "Yep, I'll eat that." Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but after I found that first milk snake, I was like, "I need to find more of these." So I was on like a mission, and I found the spots in my area that where you could find them. And unfortunately, all those places have been demolished now, and and they put up apartment complexes in that area. But uh, that. Those spots, I used to, I literally would post pictures all the time. I would find a ringneck snake, garter snake, and a milk snake all under the same rock. That's like so cool. in that same spot. It was amazing. I love that spot so much. And now it's not existent anymore, which is such a bummer. But. My first milk snake I found completely unexpectedly. I'd never, like, I kind of forgot about them. Mm -hmm. Like, once I started, like, finding timbers and stuff, mm -hmm. I was like, ah, that, you know, that <laughs> and it was just, like, there at a timber den, like, in a crack. I'm like, that's not a baby timber. Like, I thought maybe it was a baby racer, and I, like, climbed up the rock. I'm like, that's a milk snake. And I, like, <laughs> out. I, like couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. And I found them there, like, a bunch of times that year, and I've never seen them there since. Mm. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. was, it might have been the racers, but, like, I, I just never would. It's not an area I'd expect to see milk snakes. Like, mm. I know where to find them or where I usually see them, but, like, it was very unexpected. And then I was like, I forgot about these things. Like, <laughs> they're pretty cool. cool. Like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're right. Yeah. Rattling their tail and striking <laughs> like they're a little timber. They do that little like, head bob thing, mm -hmm. too. That's yeah. pretty cool. They like tip their head down and then like fake strike yeah. at you. And it's like, oh, man, they're so freaking it's cool. like, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. <laughs> oh. But, you know, I've never actually found live black rat snakes i found a big dead one in the road when i was on my way to work one day and i was like distraught because i was like ah these are not you can't find these anywhere and it was like six foot and ran over in the road probably like 20 minutes before i got there and i was just like so bummed because i never i still haven't found one in the wild i see black racers all the time like almost every other native snake besides like hognose snakes i've found um, oh, those are tough. They're tough. Yeah. Real tough. We'll find some black rats, though, Rod. Yes. Next year, I'll do Yes, that. next year we'll have to go do that. I think it's too late now, but... Yeah, I... It yes. got cold fast. Mm. Yeah. Too yeah. quick. Yep. That last weekend where we were down in the 40s, I was like, okay, <gasps> well, I guess there goes my field herping for the year. Dude, that, but that's exactly how I found my, found my first black rat. It was yeah. the same way. It was at that place I was telling you guys about where the copperheads were. I was looking for them. Like, we, I was out there with Charlie and Adam all mm. day looking, 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 nothing. We're driving out. We're like, what's that in the road? What's that in the road? We get out, and it's just, like, torn apart, and mm -hmm. it's still alive. Oh. And it's, like, the whole back half of it is just ripped open, mm -hmm. and it's, like, like moving slowly, like, trying to get out of the road. And I'm like, this is the worst, worst. day. Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Damn. Like, yeah. I, like, it's like, what do you even do for this animal? Mm -hmm. Like, I, like, put it out of the road, but it's just, like, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. 
And then the first one I did find, I didn't even find, my girlfriend found. Mm. We were there looking and not finding anything, and I was all pissed off. And she's like, you didn't check over here. I'm like, they're never over there. She's like, well, what's this? I think I remember the pictures. I was like, And I was like, I was like, I think I remember seeing you post the pictures of that, and I was like, ah. Oh, man. It's like, they look fake. You go over there, it's just this giant black snake. What are you doing? Yeah. And what's crazy is like I followed this thing forever. Like I you know, held it and took pictures and I let it go. And they are silent on dead leaves when mm. they move. Like I don't yeah, know it's how they do it. Yeah. And they're yeah. not like a light snake. They're pretty no. like heavy. They're yeah. strong little things. And it's mm. just like silent. And I'm like, no wonder I never find like I'm always thinking maybe <laughs> Listen, I'll hear yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you know. No. no. But no. I, I found one there eating a chipmunk one time. Oh, which is freaking cool. That's amazing. Yeah. And he was like right near the main trail and people were walking by us. So I was like, I'm just gonna sit here and mm-hmm. so nobody else like comes Messes over here. Yeah. And he finishes it and he looks at me. And I'm just like, we're good, we're good. And he sticks his head back in the chipmunk hole. Like, I think he was looking, <laughs> looking for more. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was just like in there for a He's while. He's like, you got me, bro. Yeah, I'm going back he in. He kept yeah. coming out. And he was like, look at me and go back and look at me. And then he eventually just kind of like scurried off. But like, it was awesome. Like, mm. I've really never seen a snake except for like a water snake eating a fish. But mm. like, yeah. that was cool. I've never seen like a black rat snake eat in the wild. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, I got a bunch of pictures. There was, that. Um, there was a spot probably like 15 or 20 minutes from my place that was like notorious for black rats and i used to go there as frequently as possible and the first one i ever found there was like a big ass six foot mm. like female it's just like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> like such an impressive and they're so friendly yeah like i've never been yep. bit like i got mussed on once this year but i mean we found 14 so it's yeah. like one, it's one of them is bound to be not so friendly but yeah. like once you handle them for a minute they're like all right it's like yeah when they realize they're not dying yeah like you can't deal with a racer those things go insane yeah Yeah, Yeah. yeah. you get musked 14 you get musked 15 times out of 14 snakes yeah that one exactly must you twice Twice. yeah (laughs) my worst musk this year was from a ringneck snake really i got Mm. drenched you're the second person to say it was on my shirt it was all across my hand and it's it was like this Six, yeah. seven inches. I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> Were you just saving this all year, all like you. waiting? Like, yep. uh, it had the this. perfect, <laughs> dude. It had the perfect season, and then you came along and ruined it, uh, and it was ready. And then Dominic's like, let me get a macro. I'm like, I don't want to hold this thing anymore. Like, the musk is working. Like, get out of my hand. Like, like rubbing it up against a rock, trying to get the smell. Oh, no. Shaving cream works very well for musk. Really? Really? Yes. Okay, wait, wait. How did you figure that out? Uh, somebody posted it, and I didn't really? believe him. Yeah, and I was like, all right, well, now it's about, you know, what do I have to lose? And you yep. just rub it on like soap and then rinse it off. Boom! I just learned something new yeah, today. Yeah, same. <laughs> Life hack to get musk yeah. oh. I'm not saying I now want to test this. Oh, I'm gonna. However. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm ready to test something. this. Yeah. That, those little water snakes that I got. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You the got male, it today. Yeah, the male musk on me. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to try that. Maybe not tonight because he's probably all empty out of musk, but this week It'll I'm definitely going to try it. Yeah. Mm. Seems like they never Jeez. run out. Water snakes. Ugh. Oh, man. Ugh. All right, so we're getting close to our wrap-up time, but Ugh, before we do, okay. yeah, it's quick. Uh, yeah, it goes by fast. Um, we ask everybody one final question, and that question is: What in the realm of reptile, be it something in your own collection, something you saw out in the field, or something that you saw Seen scrolling the internet, because that's all we can really do with our lives right now, uh, has got you excited about reptiles? Um, for me, the Grand Cayman Blue Iguana Iguana Project mm. that's really exciting because mm. they brought those Hell things yeah. back from the brink, and yeah. like they are like the holy grail of iguana for me. Mm. Like, like you'll probably never get to own one, but just like seeing them like starting to thrive in their natural habitat is like yes. so satisfying. Mm. It's like yes, like come back, like Hell yeah, survive, Hell yeah. like that's do right. this, and they're just like like the males are just. Incredible. They are, they are just like straight animals. blue, yeah. and like even like the hybrids that like Ty Park makes and stuff, mm-hmm. like they're impressive. They're man. Still amazing Those are blue 100%. freaking iguanas. Yeah. So that's really exciting for me. I like the. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big iguana guy. I only own one. I don't. That's the I don't think I could way to possibly do it, own more than one and yeah. be sane. Yeah. In <laughs> England, yeah. If you can't do outdoor cages, it's yeah. a lot more difficult to yeah. do. For sure. Big lizards like so that. She comes out two times a day. Like, without it, without fail, like, if you don't do it, it's a disaster. She'll, mm-hmm. like, go crazy or she'll poop in her cage or something, and it's really annoying. 
they're, they're really good at walking through their own poop. I True. Feel, I feel like they uh, just live on here. purpose. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, right there. Are... Let me stick my me foot just, right yeah. there. Yeah. And then walk everywhere. Walk else. everywhere. Yeah. And they're so like scaly, like trying to clean it off is mm. a nightmare. Like yeah. you need a washcloth and just scrub it, and then they're fighting you. And yep. No. Like, yeah. <laughs> as long as you get her out twice a day, she will not poop in her cage. That's my goal. Hell there yeah. Go. No so if people want to find out more about you and the things that you're doing, where should they follow you, like social media-wise or, or otherwise? Um, Probably my Instagram, uh, which is just Noah's Boas one And then I have my personal Instagram, which is where I post my field herping stuff, which is just my name, Noah Marcus, with three S's, mm. like a snake. Hell yeah. <laughs> How <Sweet> clever. <laughs> you know, I used to be Noah Marcus until I got hacked twice. And oh, I kept God. adding an S to it. And then I was like, all right, whatever. Now it's just, it looks like a snake, I guess. There you whatever. go. But, I'm with it. Yeah. All right, man. So thank you very much for coming up tonight. This is actually yeah, went too quick. So we're going to have to have you up again soon. Definitely. So we can do a follow-up and talk about more things. Yeah, I got a lot of stories. Thanks for having me, guys. Hell, Hell yeah. It's awesome to be here. Hell yeah. Cool. Cool.